SAFM Sports Special. Listening to SAFM Sports Special, South Africa's news and information leader here on SAFM. I'm Natalie Jamonis and I'm filling in for Nicholas Bauer. And of course, it's the Saturday edition of SAFM Sports Special. I hope that you are keeping warm wherever you are. It's been absolutely freezing today and obviously very wet as well. Now it's time to talk about something that is also got that involves water. We've had so much rain today, but now, fittingly, we're going to chat about the program that Ekorolini is launching. It's a water sport development program, and Atwal Sejadu is joining us here in studio. He's the Director of Sports and Recreation at the Ekorolini Metropolitan Municipality. So much going on in Ekorolini. They've just finished the Learn to Swim program as well. Last year, there was also a, a golf development clinic. There's the Oatamba Inner City Games, and so much going on in terms of development of sports and now something totally new and it involves a little bit of rowing, canoeing and sailing. Atwal, thank you very much for joining us here on SAFM. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, absolute pleasure to have you back here on SAFM. Tell us a little bit about this program. Why is it happening in Ikurulini? What are the reasons? Thank you for the opportunity as given, but let me maybe give you a small or a, bil- a brief background. Ikurulini, as a metropolitan municipality, has got abundance of water bodies. We have in excess of 206 lakes, dams and pens in our metro. Now, looking at these facilities that we have, we have also identified that the question of water in terms of safety and awareness, in terms of swimming, in terms of, it's not something that we're known for. So what we're trying to do is we're looking at resources we have in order to create a niche for ourselves. So, firstly, this program is trying to introduce kids, formerly from areas that would not have been able to do water sports, into water sports, as identified, the three canoeing, uh, rowing, and sailing. And the aim of this program is we are looking at kids between the age of 8 and 13, where we are just introducing them to the sports, but by the end of that five-year period, we hope they will be ready to join mainstream participation in the identified sporting codes. Now, you had uh, the launch a little bit earlier on yes. in the week, and Lawrence Ndlovo was also there, of course, a gold medalist from the Olympics in the men's uh, Coxless 4. Must have been fantastic to have him there. What is his contribution? How can he help out of this sort of thing? We are very proud to indicate that as part of his development program, he also did take uh, part of it or some of his pro- program to, to, to be where he is in our waters. He was part of the training group that took part at the Victoria Lake at the Jimiston Lake. So inviting him to come to our launch was also to encourage the kids that were there to indicate the possibilities which are far beyond what they do on a day-to-day basis, to indicate to them that it is possible that they can also become gold medalists. So what is the training program going to involve? What, what, what can they look forward to? What they can look forward to is a daily program that starts from around half past two to about half past four on a day-to-day basis, where we have identified two, uh, uh, presently, we have identified two lakes or two dams, which is the Victoria Lake and the Homestead Lake in Benoni, where we've got existing clubs already. We have identified 45 kids who are going to take part in each of the three sporting codes, where they will then be taken through the motions. What we have done is part of the launch, which we held on the 12th, is to look at the program introduced at the Victoria Lake Dam, which we have done already for the month of April, where we have 45 for canoeing, 45 for rowing, and 45 for sailing. Then at the end of the month, we are going to sit down as our phase two, just to reflect on the problems, the achievements of what we have done there. The second phase 
We'll then look at that reflection and how do we then repackage our program. And then the third phase, which we hope will begin around July, will then also move to the Homestead Dam, where we also want to introduce another group of kids coming from schools nearby and schools from townships which are not really, really known for being involved in school sports or in water sports. What we have done is in the Chimistin area, we already have got 20 schools that we're in partnership with using the Victoria Lake Club for the activities that are there. It's easy with the Chimistin Lake because we've got the canoeing club, sailing club, and a rowing club. When we move over into the third phase, into the Homestead Dam in Pinoni, we'll only be having two because we don't have canoeing in Pinoni. We'll be looking at sailing and rowing. But the, 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 the rowing part of it will continue in the Chimistin Lake Dam. You're listening to SAFM Sports Special, and I'm chatting to Atwal Sijadu, who's the Director of Sports and Recreation at the Ekmaleni Metropolitan Municipality, and we're chatting to him about the launch of this water sports development program in Ekmaleni. It sounds like a fantastic initiative, and hopefully we will see the growth of the sports like rowing, canoeing, which we saw a wonderful return when it came to the Olympics last year, and it was great to see that, and hopefully we'll see more of that. But uh, who are the kids that are going to benefit from this? Who are you aiming? The idea is we are aiming, as I indicated to you, we are aiming between kids of 8 and 13. The idea that we have now is that we have identified high schools within the Jimiston area, high schools within the nearby townships of Katlawong, Togoza and Fostoras to be the pilot or to be the core of the training project in the Jimiston area. When you move over to Pinoni, we have also identified in the greater Pinoni area, Wadville, Actonville and Davidton, high schools where we're going to draw kids to be part of this program. So what it will is continue very from the younger kids through What to is very exciting about this program is that if you look at this program in totality, it is a follow-up of our Learn to Swim program. Yes. Because for these kids to be able to take part in these three sporting schools, they must be able to be to able to swim, Absolutely. or they might also be water safe. Mm. So it's not like we're just taking people who cannot swim at all. We are drawing from the Learn to Swim program, which we've been running for the past five, six years. So we're taking those kids a step further, just to introduce them to the real water sport. But remember, in the Learn to Swim program, it was just a means of making them comfortable in water, and also to be able to move to, to save themselves, you know the number of drownings we have. It's terrible. It's terrible. Yeah, so now sad. it is a follow-up or a development from the Learn to Swim program. We're moving a step further. Well, that sounds absolutely fantastic, and I hope that it keeps going. Um, in terms of challenges, what do you foresee as the biggest challenges? The biggest challenge. There are two challenges that we're faced with. These kids come out of school, normally around two. Now they move into the dam at half past two, and they're supposed to leave at about half past four. In the, what the challenge that we have identified as key is transport that must take them back home. Because remember, they still have work that, school work that they have to do. Most of them come from outlying areas, so by the time they arrive home, it's very late for them to do that. But what we have done, remember that we're doing this program jointly with the clubs themselves. We have introduced a concept as part of the program where we also talk about school work where they will be able to get time to do their homework and needs that needs to be done within the program itself. What we have also done as part of the identified challenges is we will be entering with the, the, the clubs into an agreement where those that they cannot transport who are using public transport, we will then be able to accommodate and offer them transport so that they can arrive home as quick as they can. Some of the keys that we have already started with have fallen off the program as a result of that. You know, we are only talking about the afternoon session, but closer on, we also have morning sessions where they must be in the, in the term around half past five to six 
before they even go to school. Now imagine, if there's no transport taking them from the townships and other areas, what time should they wake up in order for them to be there? So those are some of the challenges that we have picked up. But fortunately, we have also identified means of trying to mitigate those challenges. Well, I hope that it goes well. We wish you luck with it. I know it's going to be, a, it sounds like it's going to be a very successful program. It sounds like you've thought of everything as well. And hopefully we'll have some champions coming out of the Ecolini area. Our target is that in the next five, ten years, we should be able to tell you that from the program that we launched on the 12th of April in 2013, these are the fruits and the rewards and the results of that program that was initiated. There. People want more information? Where can they go to? If people want more information, there are three ways that they can do that. One, we are going to load this information into our website so mm-hmm. people can have access to it, which is www.egorulene.gov.za. They will get that. Mm-hmm. The second one is, I'm also able to give the numbers to our contacts. And our numbers in our office is 011 mm-hmm. uh, 999 uh, 0695.